I find it quite weird when um, you go from having sex five times a night to a breakup, right? But then Larsa has a tendency to keep a lot of secrets. Virtual reality. Hi, I'm Danny Murphy. And I'm Evan Real. And oh, even though it snowed in New York, the Miami ladies came and kept it hot, hot fire, Evan. Oh my God, and they came at the perfect time. You had Julia and Adriana in studio just as we find out that Marcus and Larsa are officially donezo, which I didn't see coming and it didn't seem like they saw it coming. No, it's funny when I told them that I'm like, are y'all clairvoyant? Because in the recent episode, they were the two kind of asking questions about Marcus and Larsa and everyone kind of like pushed them to the side. But it turns out, they maybe, I, get, I, I don't know if they knew anything that we didn't know, but maybe they felt something. But they were as shocked as everybody else, they said. They also said all of the Miami ladies kind of found out the same way all of us did. Because, Evan, during the Super Bowl, I mean, we got Usher, we had Taylor Swift chugging beer, we had Beyonce's new music, and then we had Larsa posting, should your friends unfollow your ex? Ooh. I know, she really just had to make our Super Bowl that much more chaotic. I will say behind Beyonce's new music, Larsa was definitely the top story oh. for me that evening. Um, so it's it's nice that we finally got some clarification on Monday, the day after the Super Bowl, because people were wondering like, are they really done? Could this really be it? To add even more confusion to the mix, the two were spotted together on Valentine's Day. So. Who knows what's even going on here? And sources were telling us that the whole situation with Michael and Scotty just made things pretty complicated for the pair. And I feel like they had always done their best to like make it a non-issue. Like whenever someone asked them about it, they'd be like, oh, that doesn't matter. We're mm -hmm. just focused on ourselves. Like the history between Michael and Scotty doesn't affect us. But I think, you know, Larsa and Marcus, they each have like a baseline loyalty, like one to his father and the other to the father. Yeah. And so, I don't know, it's just, I feel like they're both family first kind of people. And so like, at the end of the day, like, nothing's gonna... Well, exactly, because that's what Adriana was saying. It was just something that was gonna get messier and messier because you have all these people involved where it was like a fun honeymoon phase where they're like, oh, nothing really matters. But when you start dating someone for a while and you start to have the more serious conversations about where you want the relationship to go, what you guys want to do, like, could you imagine them starting to have like wedding talk and then they're like, well, is your dad invited? Is your ex invited with the kids? And then, well, Marcus want kids? You know what I mean? It gets super, super messy. So I feel that definitely was one of the major avenues of this uh, issue. Even though Julia, she doesn't know if maybe a little jealousy <laughs> could have played a part. I Even Adriana's jaw dropped when Julia was like, well, we know Lars is very jealous, so. No. We don't know much don't about know. her relationships mm -hmm. and, and her, her in general. She keeps secrets. Because she kind of made it seem like they are couple goals. Like they are lovely, supportive. You kind of think that was more of like an act that she was putting on? No, no, no. I've seen them generally I, in I love. think like together, they are really into each other. Yeah. And you could see and feel the chemistry. Mm -hmm. They were really hot for each other. And, you know, he gave her a ring, a promised ring, and they were talking engagement. So I don't know. I think something happens, the pressure went off. And I, I don't know because I haven't spoken to Larsa. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to like just sit here and create more rumors. Yeah. But... Um, if that's true, she must be really devastated. Yeah. I feel bad for her, actually. I know, because I kind of really expected them, because even on the most recent episode, which was probably going to be very hard for her to watch, like she was like, 
he wrote wife on the card and everything. Yeah. I kind of was expecting seeing an announcement on Instagram from her about the relationship. I was expecting engagement, not this. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think we all we were all thought that the next step would be an engagement. Yeah. So this breakup news is kind of like surprising to all of us. Relationship is a hard thing, you know. And I mean, we know Lars is very jealous. I mean, how jealous she got when she saw a picture of uh, oh, ooh, my right. picture on, oh, on Marcus's right. phone. Oh my, oh my God. And it was like the most innocent thing. And yet it created a wave. So who knows, you know, who knows? Maybe she's seen a picture of somebody else. I don't know. I'm just speculating. But mm -hmm. I hope if it's true, I hope she's not too heartbroken because um, even though we have our differences, I if the breakup is true I feel really really bad for her because she was really in love and and yeah. they seem really cute together yeah. I mean Julia speaks from first-hand experience right I think that a lot of people forgot about <laughs> this uh dramatic turn of events that apparently happened at BravoCon uh, we were there it's it's such a chaotic so scene nice. and when you see a picture opportunity, you seize it, and you just ask whoever is standing right in front of you to take that photo. And for Julia, that was Marcus Jordan. And so she was like, hey, Marcus, can you snap a few pictures of me? Marcus snapped a few pictures of her. And then I guess it did not sit well with Larsa. Apparently, she really freaked out. And, you know, that's that's just Julia's account. We don't know Larsa's side of the story. She hasn't said it. But if Larsa did get upset about... Marcus taking photos of a married woman who is also the first openly gay. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, like <laughs> the safest you... housewife for your man to be like flirting with at BravoCon. Right. So if there was anything, I don't know, maybe like a Miami tourist asked him to take a photo and that's what was ultimately the catalyst for their breakup because we know that like there was tension because of all the family stuff a, a source did tell us that it had nothing to do with family that they're just taking space to sort of like figure out how to move forward in a different path I don't, I don't know anyways family stuff seems like it was an issue some people are saying that it wasn't an issue um but i uh i don't know maybe jealousy was the ultimate issue jealousy is a disease they say get well soon but also i mean on top of that the more shocking thing that Adriana and Julia spilled was that at the reunion, two people that have been friends all season, they came into the reunion friends. One of them said something, and now they're not talking. And it was a shock. Even Adriana said she did not expect it. And I don't know if your brain is going anywhere. I haven't, I need to look more of how all their social media interactions is going. Like, because when you think of the big friendships, I'm like, is it? Lisa Larsa? Is it Marisol Alexia? Like who and what could have been such a shock? Okay, sorry. I am not ignoring you. I am currently searching on Instagram if Alexia and Marisol oh. are still following each other because I was about to have a, a panic attack. attack. They're, they're still following each other. I don't think it's Alexia and Marisol. I don't think that anything could ever break them. I feel like it's probably Lisa and Larsa, or maybe Lisa and Kiki, which doesn't really surprise me given everything that's going down on the show right yeah. now. But I'm just gonna do a quick little searchy search about Please. Lisa and Larsa because we need to figure that out. If we, we can figure that out in real time, that would be- That'd be very good. I also, but I also don't know if either of them, they love, I mean, Lisa does love to uh, clap back on social media. So I don't know if she'd be able to keep such a secret. You know what I mean? So they're, but They're still following each other. Maybe it's Kiki and Lisa. I don't, I feel like that kind of is like a 
Or maybe Kiki brings a receipt. Uh, yeah, I feel like Kiki could very well do that. There's something about a season five Kiki that's really oh. just hitting. She, she's, I don't know, she's up the ante for herself, and the girl deserves a mojito next season. She really does, and we'll be talking to her next week. So maybe we'll be able to crack. Maybe we'll be able to give a little spoiler alert. Who knows? Okay. I mean, would love to hear that. Uh, that'd make me almost as excited as I know I was. I feel you were too when we all found out Bravo called Portia. Who said that? Portia Williams coming back to Real Housewives of Atlanta? That's false. But Portia Gravadia is in the building. <laughs> See y'all. I, I couldn't believe what oh. I was seeing. Like, I saw that little Insta tease and I was like, wait, is this like actually real life? Because the fans have been begging, begging. for this for what seems like such a long time. But she only quit the show like two and a half years ago. Like, it really hasn't been that long. But even like two or three seasons without Portia does feel like an eternity because she brought so much to the show. And without her, there was such a massive void. I mean, she's so funny. She's down to fight. Like there's, oh. she just brings so much like light and brightness to the show. I, I don't know. The, the show was definitely missing something without her. So I'm glad that we have her back in the mix, especially now that Candy, who was such a legend in the Atlanta um, pantheon, it, she's gone now. So it's, it's nice to have Portia back. And apparently they're rebuilding the cast around Portia. So she is like oh. center and she's going to be like the HBIC, like the, the queen of Atlanta. I feel like she was always meant for this. She, this really is the moment they're waiting for. I already saw Kenya commenting on it, like, excited to have you, but I guess that is a little, she's like, hey, we love each other. Hey, I do wonder, like, I, I really do wonder how it's going to ultimately impact Kenya because I feel like Kenya over the past several seasons, like she's always been really tight with Candy, who I think is kind of like the unspoken or has been the unspoken queen of Atlanta. There's just like a level of respect that Candy has from everyone that mm -hmm. like, like none of the other girls really ever had. And so because Candy and Kenya were always a team or friends, I felt like Kenya wasn't so much in the villain box that she had been during her early seasons because Kenya of her. Yes. I feel like without Candy, they, I feel like she might be pushed back into the to the villain box, maybe not by producers, but like possibly by fans. I don't know. I've never really seen Kenya as a villain. People I've say just, she's but I've just always saw her as someone who speaks her truth and who entertains me. Exactly. And who calls the cookie lady. I just think and who has a drum line. I don't I, if that's a villain, who I don't I don't know. <laughs> that's, I mean, in my book, that's a hero. That's a good time. Yes, the hero. And I wonder if Marlo's still going to be in the mix a little bit because people are thinking that it is clean house season there. A lot of people, I mean, we haven't really heard anything from Sonya or Drew in a minute. So I don't really know what's happening with them, but I'm very curious to see. And also, did you see that Portia not only is going back, but she got a whole development deal with NBC. So NBC's putting a lot of well-deserved love behind her. And for scripted content. So she's the queen of Atlanta doing her thing on reality TV, but, but apparently there is uh, an actress era incoming for Portia. So I'm very excited for that for her. And I'm also really thrilled that she was able to make the most out of her return 
to the housewives because I'm sure that she probably had like a lot of stipulations. She, she's probably getting a shit ton of money. Oh. And she was like, if I'm going to hold this peach again and get into the mix and into the mess, like I'm also going to get several Peacock feature films. Oh, she's going to be egotic. <laughs> yeah, she's she going to be did. having, what, what was? Why don't you get the egot before, before candy? Oh. Ooh. And by the way, Flatline by Portia Williams. Yes. Why Why are we the only two people that know that song? I mean, Portia probably knows it. I So me, you, and Portia, we all know about Flatline. When I first heard that song, like, I flatlined because I thought it was so good. And I'm still flatlining because I don't think that her singing career ever got the respect that it deserves. We have Flatline, and then we have the Fiber One Super Bowl commercial with uh, Melissa Gorga and Sonia Morgan, which also, I feel, didn't get enough recognition. Yeah, that's true, because those are three fan favorites as well. Where is Portia's record deal with oh. Universal Music? You know what? Or maybe she'll sign to Candy Coated Nights. Who knows? You never know. You never, you never know. And what I really don't think I'll ever know is what goes on between Louis and Bodiedel. I really thought I wouldn't hear the name Bodiedel again in 2024 or ever again, but here we are. Here, here we are. So. Put on your lawyer hat. What's happening? I I will try to put on my lawyer hat. I don't know if it fits. It's probably one size too small. So I will do my best to break this down for you. But basically, Bo Deedle and Louie, the husband of Teresa Judice, Mm -hmm. they are being sued along with their legal team for allegedly hacking into computers, the computers of another set of lawyers who are, are the ones suing them and they allegedly hacked these computers to ascertain sensitive information about Louis's ex-fiance Vanessa Riser who oh. he was with shortly before getting involved with Teresa and now, they've had a lot of legal back and forth a while so I'm guessing they were trying to get legal information if she was going to be using against Louis to try to like be one step ahead of them Right. And so there was actually the most recent situation, I believe the most recent, was in October of last year, Vanessa tried to get a restraining order on Louis, but it was ultimately dismissed. She did not get the restraining order. But one of the lawyers who testified on her behalf is the one leading the charge in this new lawsuit. Um, And I don't know. It's just it's messy. It's concerning. I honestly feel really sorry for Teresa. I know. She is with a man who is consistently in the headlines for never a great reason. You know, it's just like whether whether he's right, whether his ex is right, no matter who's guilty, who's not guilty, like whatever happens, however this shakes out, it must be so incredibly debilitating for Teresa to consistently have to navigate these situations with Louie. A part of me feels like she didn't know that all of this would come out. That it would come out. But I feel like when she also got involved with Louie, maybe she just didn't know that he had all this baggage waiting in the back seat that eventually was going to unpack itself. And so... She's posting boxes of chocolates and flowers for V-Day with him. I don't know if she cares. 
that's very and that's uh, see that's the other part a part of me feels bad for Teresa because I'm like oh my god this poor woman Louis just like keeps putting her through all this drama and struggle and trouble but uh, like you said it seems like a big part of her really just doesn't give I feel, a shit I feel she's like y'all I went to camp bring it on she's like do I get coffee in the morning I feel genuinely she's like do I get coffee in the morning do I sip my pineapple juice do I love my man and do I think he loves me? I'm sure, I think he does have love for her. And then she's just like, the rest is noise. I think she tunes it all out, for better or for worse. And that's just what she does. Yeah, I mean, I will say, d despite everything that's been reported about Louis and you know all the drama that his relationship has caused for Melissa Gorga and several others on the New Jersey cast who we love and adore, when we chatted with them at BravoCon, oh. they could not have been nicer. Louis charmed the socks off of us. So maybe that's just part of it. That's part of it. And they were having a great time in their love bubble. And yeah, nothing's going to pop that. So, you know, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, try, try, try as you might. But like no lawsuit is going to destroy the love bubble. And God bless. This wasn't happening while they were filming. So we don't have to hear about it in the upcoming season. <laughs> Because I, it's just confusing, and I think we all needed a Bodito rest, and we'll see. Yeah, I, no, that is such a great point. Like, thank God we're not talking about Bodito on season fourteen of The Real Housewives of New Jersey. I can only imagine the eye roll that would probably send Andy Cohen to the hospital. Oh. ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> If you loved gossiping with us, and I know you do, then don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Virtual Reality, by Page Six. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.